No matter how well the first date goes, I never get my hopes up. It all goes downhill after she sees my micro penis. What the hell is going on here? Nothing, baby penis. <laughs> Uh, yes, I did say small penis many times because that is, in fact, something that turns men on that have a small penis. A cowboy hat means I'm ashamed of my small penis. Why is it so small? Hi, huh, it's so freaking small. Bitch, get out. Welcome to Last Man Earth. My name is Lex Jurgen. As always, I'm flanked by Matt Ralston. Matt's often been called the Justin Trudeau of comedy. Though minus the affability, the joie de vie, and Canadian parts. So largely, just a big homo. <laughs> I've decided to stop uh, attempting to pronounce French words. Joie de vie? Well, he is French. Because so. I don't know how to say it. And by the way, I don't need need to know how to say it. No. Like, well, if you were a Canadian prime minister, you'd have to speak really, French. Or hors d'oeuvres? Yeah, just hors d'oeuvres. No, fucking appetizers. Just nachos, baby. Yeah. This week's show is sponsored by the Summer 17 comic book movies. Nobody said the creative arts had to be creative. This Summer 17 comic book movies, for when you aren't even willing to consider a fresh idea. Something in my, like Baby Driver. Matt, I, th- I think you said that was your favorite movie of the summer so far. Uh, I'm pretty sure the director was trying to get me to commit homicide <laughs> inside the theater. That movie is fucking garbage. Everybody loved it. I loved it. I didn't love it. I liked it. Well, you took your kids to it. I liked the. I'm I like, expecting a lot because I don't have any kids. I like the music. I didn't like trying to pretend that the game mail. You like the music? Yes. I can give you a fucking uh, my playlist. Right? You want to sit in the car? No, I don't sit in the car. You can drive. Spin your tires. Well, you want to pay me seventeen dollars? Uh, it was like sixteen ninety five for a ticket, but I got free ice cream. Uh, I just here's what I like most about Baby Driver. It wasn't a comic book movie. That's what I like really honestly most about it. I've seen the last 15 movies I think are comic book movies. And so I finally saw a movie that wasn't a comic book movie. So here's where we're at in America. Yes. Um, it, it was less bad than everything else. It was original. I kind of remember like a few years ago when Pacific Rim came out, which was also this really stupid movie. I didn't see Where that. the giant robots fight the uh, otherworldly monsters under the water. It wasn't a very good movie, particularly, but it was like a completely original idea. But you at least didn't know where the plot was going. Yes, and it was it was new. I was like, "Wow, what comic book is this based on?" Like Robert Downey Jr. didn't pop up in the movie for no No. apparent reason. No, like someone actually like sat down and go like, "Hey, I'm going to create a monster movie from scratch," and they did it, and it got made into a movie, which never ever happens anymore. Or like uh, uh, Cloverfield. Yes. Oh, the second one, you mean? Well, both. The second one that had nothing to do with the first one. I liked yeah. it actually. Well, John Goodman's. I did like it. I like John Goodman. It's crazy. If you wish to cock that, I like the fact that he was fat in the movie, but he seems to be skinny in real life, and now he's fat again, or he's skinny again. He lost like three hundred pounds. He appears to be able to put on fifty pounds. Yes, like instantly. nothing fucking happened instantly. If you wish, and it's not just in his stomach; it's like his jowls. He gets a giant jowl. Well, if I was him, or just anyone like I, have, I have a friend who's an actor, and he's like probably thirty pounds overweight. And yeah. I'm like, dude, just go with the extra twenty. To get you fatter? Know, yeah, just just be a fat guy. Well, that's like what Jonah Hill did for a while. So Jonah Hill got really fat, and then he got like the fat guy role, fat guy kid role in all the movies. And then he lost weight, and then it was like, what are you going to be? I don't get it. What are you, what are you now? Have you seen... You're not the leading... You can't be the leading man. I don't, I don't want to like talk bad about it. Have you seen Jonah Hill in real life? Uh, no. It's somewhat frightening. Yes. Uh, I believe he's like 3'12". And... Uh, is that his weight? 
No, that's his height. Oh. I, I mean, he's he's really like a little gnome. He's a tiny guy, and he put he tends to be fat. So when he looks fat, like yes, if if you and I were that height and we put on like twenty pounds, we'd look fat. But you're saying he's like one forty and obese. I'm he's saying like an he, obese one forty. I'm saying he weighs like eighty eight pounds. But then he got skinny for like some movie for some movie for like a year. And it's like Jonas Hill skinny. And then like six months later, he was like super fat again. So when you're next to James Franco or um, DiCaprio or McConaughey, these type of guys, I mean McConaughey's probably what six foot, maybe yeah, he's maybe taller five than most. ten or yeah, so. Yeah, they're all short. To look small on camera, yeah, you got to be about about three foot. Yeah. Well, uh, if you notice in Baby Driver, the best movie of the summer, uh, even jo- the, the, the lead character, that little uh, model, Mill Wall kid, twink. he's like 6'3". Oh, really? So, so if you notice, everybody, uh, they try not to show it, but everyone else looked really short. Like John Hamm looked short compared to him. So usually they're like, these guys are on shows with a lot shorter actors, so they look taller. But then the minute they put like a lead actor who's tall in there, they all look short. They all you realize put an actual guy. Though. You realize that five ten is really tall in Hollywood. It's like it's like reverse NBA in Hollywood. If you wish to contact the show, hit us up on Twitter, Last Minute Podcast, Facebook, also Last Minute Podcast. Matt, let's talk about something you don't know much about: women's breasts. Mm. The mythical, the mythical thing you've heard about in story and legend. I'm not into big tits. Really? Yeah, no, I don't like big tits. What do you mean by big? You mean oversized or just like middle Flabby. to bigger? Uh, no, okay, well, I, you're I, is flabby. Nobody who I likes flabby. I prefer a B to a, a a small C. Really? Wow, that's interesting. Well, you know, uh, bra size factors in back fat also. I don't know if you're aware of that. Uh, no, I haven't studied that. I didn't say that was my major in college. <laughs> anyway, so that's so Emily Ratajkowski. She has. Uh, we've all seen her breasts, so we can comment on them. It's not often, not often that we've actually can comment on the. Uh, I'm not into tits, but she has spectacular tits. Some of the best tits in the world. She does. I have to assume that's why she became a very successful topless model. I thought it was her social commentary. No. Well, oh, she's you're got, saying that they actually they they chose uh, her tits first. She has other other bookable qualities, such as her unpronounceable last name, which nobody can spell. Uh, by the way, you should never, if you're an American, I don't care what, you should never have like a foreign sounding, difficult to pronounce and spell It's a name. testament to her tits that I actually yes. know that her name is Radajkowski. Yes. Yes, exactly. Because usually when I see the R and the J, I go, mm, Yeah, she could have been Emily, on, jo- Emily Joe and would have been much better. <laughs> but she went with a long name, which means, and so she started nude modeling for fa- for like, you know, trendy like photo magazines. Then she got in, th- in Blurred Lines with Robin Thicke. And then she became famous off of that. And then she got a couple small side movie roles, like in the Ben Affleck movie, where she's top, she's topless in every single side little movie role she does, which may lead you to believe that people are hiring her because she has nice tits on camera. Uh, well, am I am I uh, mistaken here? That's her only skill is that her tits are are very large and perky. She gives a great uh, great women's rights speech. Also, no, <laughs> no, no one do. No one cares about that. Uh, not the people at the speech, that's for sure. If she did a topless, I would watch. I, I mean... Would you attend a rally where she was giving a speech on, on, on gender pay equality if she was topless? No. I, I, I feel like I would go on a date with her, and if she started talking about the subject, I, I would just like close the tab out and, and leave. And, and I, think, I think this bears out truth because her boyfriend, I feel like she cycled through like the... You know the, the be- DiCaprios, the better boyfriends, yes. Like the the cool, you know, it guys, and she finally settled on like some schlub that yeah. was like, 
Yes. All right, it's going I'll, li- I'll listen to it. It's going downhill. It's like Amy Schumer. Her 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 dating her dating trajectory is going downhill so fast. So you so you'll give me a blowjob in a week? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh wait, it's you know it's been a week, right? Here's what I find uh, that guys who claim that they uh, uh, would not be hang out with a girl because she's uh, a hot girl because she's so stupid or annoying are all lying. They're all incredibly lying. They're all lying until the opportunity arises. Completely full of shit. <laughs> yes. So here's the thing. So Emily Rodzikowski was, was in a uh, some magazine that interviewed her for some reason, let her speak. And she claimed that she is not getting, she is not liked in Hollywood, not getting work in Hollywood because of her nice breasts. Talk about a humble brag or an apology brag. <laughs> like, I can't get work because my breasts are too amazing. So she, I, don't, I don't get why. You've read it twice. You've read did, it twice. Did you? I still don't understand what what her point was. Well, I think her point was, which makes no sense, is that it, it's a misogynistic anti woman thing. That if a woman has a nice body and great breasts, that she can't possibly be talented as well. Well, that's not true. Well, it's slightly true, but it's less your talent. But if you're untalented <laughs> and also have huge, breasts. if that's your talent, then you clearly have it. I mean, Charlize. No one's saying Charlize Theron isn't talented. I mean, she has beautiful, suckable, perky. Oh, delicious. You better say breasts. Uh, breasts. I think you say penis. But, you know, but she's a good actress. I mean, she kills it. Well, so Emily Radzikowski might But be- Emily Radzikowski doesn't appear to have any talent outside of acting in a uh, Robin Th- uh, Thick video. video well, but she-, she might have talent. She's being held down by her nice breasts. So well, she- no, that's not the way it works. Well, here's what I think does work. So I think what she's claiming is wrong. That is, uh, first of all, I've never known a man not to give a woman a job because she has nice breasts. That doesn't make any logic. That doesn't make any sense whatsoever. How many unemployed chicks that aren't sort of overweight uh, dwelling in trailers that have delicious breasts? You're saying you don't hire them to work at the fucking Bass Pro Shop? Of course you do. That's why that Of make course sense. you do. But I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this. As women gain more power in Hollywood and executive positions and important positions, women are very bitchy and catty with one another. And I think women who have the reputation for having being like man killers, lady hot ladies, models and stuff like that, trying to break in, may get nixed by these women who are very uh, competitive about having like a hot woman around, you know, the work. I've seen it in other lines of work before. So I think she may be right about the fact that being a topless model with amazing breasts could hurt her in, in a woman hiring her, which is not what she said. But I want to defend her for being completely so stupid that actually she might be making a point that she's not even realize she's making, which is that hot women may go the way of the dodo bird in the in Hollywood when women when women women run anything run everything. I feel like you're overthinking this. A little I bit. am. I was just excuse to keep looking at maybe her maybe she's just a dumb twat. <laughs> Have you sort of run that through your head? Have you not thought of all the dumb twats that are highly successful in Hollywood? I mean, I mean, I feel like there aren't that many dumb twats in positions of power. Though. No, but I'm talking about in front of the camera. You don't think there's a lot of lot of chick actresses and, and working models and stuff like that that aren't like the same exact mentality as her? Well, I mean, they're you know they're making with residuals you know twenty million a film, but I, I feel like no one's ever expressing that openly. Like, think, I made this much money, right? Do you think like that's not part of the narrative? Do you think like Jennifer Lawrence is dramatically smarter than Emily Rajkowski? No. Mm. Uh, well, see, I was thinking about, remember Ken Bone? Yes. He, he, yes. I, I like how we all forgot about Ken Bone. Ken speaking, Bone of was, speaking of succulent breasts. That was a fun thing for a minute. So, like, I was looking at Ken Bone's Twitter feed the other night when I was drunk. And uh, so Ken Bone was like, I look at Jennifer Lawrence's uh, butthole, 
And I enjoyed the uh, picks. And then I was like, oh, Ken Bone, boo. I was like, well, isn't that what we, isn't Ken Bone like uh, just doing Ken at this point? Is that the Ken Bone Twitter feed? I got to get on that. Yeah, I, I don't know if that uh, point tied into anything. But. <laughs> the point is, Emily Rajakowski <laughs> might be on to something. But what she's on to is she's. She's crying out for what's happening to Hollywood, which is where... We made, we made Brian laugh. Hot women are going to be naked. Have you noticed that the women on uh, new shows, like brand new shows, are less attractive than the women on old shows used to be? No. When they cast for like TV shows now, have you noticed they're more like alt girls and they're more like sort of non-traditional girls than the bubbly blonde or big-breasted, hot-looking you know, bombshells? Well, you know, it's interesting because now I feel like when they're like, she's a blonde bombshell, it's like... It's often like a pretty unattractive chick. Yes. But she's just blonde. So if you looked at her from 100 yards away, like on the football field, you'd be like, ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think if you go like back to the 80s, 70s and 80s when it was clearly all guys casting all these shows and running all these shows, they had like hot chicks that everybody wanted to, to bone, right? Speaking of Ken Bone. And now I think if you look at the shows and Netflix, the Showtimes, all this stuff, they're getting more like sort of. Uh, you know, sort of like women and women, relatable women. Well, I think it's because respectable people don't want to go on reality TV now. Not so. reality TV. I'm talking about just like you know, even 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 like a show like Homeland or something like that, with that the girl like with cry face or something like that. They're not like casting the agent. The, the police agents are all, all hot women with big tits anymore. You know, they're like trying to find. They're they're the casting actually more like respectable, like more realistic, more realistic, less hot women. Well, then why aren't they way fatter? Because I, I feel like well, they, well, nobody wants to see fat people. <laughs> Just saying. I think a lot of this has to do with the fact that it's 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 women running more things in Hollywood. So I think Emily Rajakowski is in trouble. So we'll get her on the show if we can next week. Brian Brook- Brooker, if we can, tell us it's a top, we're doing skins and shirts next week. I don't we'll pick. Talk to we'll her. pick. We'll pick randomly. Uh, Matt, here's something you and I disagree on. The Pirates of the Caribbean ride. I know you couldn't go on until you were 17 because you used to cry and wet your pants, usually, during the scary parts. Is this a Disneyland? Have you been to Disneyland before? Yeah, I had to go with my fucking friend's niece. I was supposed to be provided a free ticket. It yes. didn't work out. Had to pay $110. They're very expensive. Yeah, I know. Is this what, is this, Was this your Amber Alert situation where everyone was looking for you on the freeway? <laughs> No, just, was just trying. Why to would do, you take a niece to a Disneyland? That's was most, trying to do good, a good thing. We'll no, never do it again. No, the park for thirty minutes, dude. The local park for thirty minutes, dude. Fuck and Disneyland ice, and, an ice, and an ice cream. Do people under like understand how hot it is out there? Uh, there's no trees. There's no shade of any kind, and everything. And, and water costs you ten dollars if you want to if you want to hydrate. Unbelievable. Uh, oh, oh, and also their featured food is clam chowder. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And heat. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> and sugar. 118 degrees. And wire the kiss of sugar. Have you been on the Pirates of the Caribbean ride? Uh, no. Yo ho ho. No, I I I've been on the uh, I've been on a few of uh, uh, the uh, the cars ride. Okay, this will make no sense to you then. Okay. The Pirates of the Caribbean ride is the most old oldest. Have you been on the Pirates of the Caribbean? Uh, ride? Probably a million times. Oh, okay. Uh, it's the oldest and most uh, respected ride at Disneyland. It started when they first started back in the fifties. It was like their big. It was their big. It's well, not the really Pirates a ride. of the Caribbean only came out in like no. The, see, the movie was based off the ride. So, so, so you know, the ride came fit forty or fifty years earlier. Oh, oh, okay. Disney at some point, Disney decided before comic books came around, before they owned Marvel, they decided to make movies based on their rides. Well, we could. Uh, we'll have to do it later, but. Uh, I believe that the movie Forrest Gump was a complete shill for the shitty uh, seafood chain restaurants. Uh, 
<laughs> that's you did you have you been have you been to Bubba Gumps? Uh yeah. They they uh they gave me a popcorn ball full of fucking garbage. Yeah, I don't understand what that is. It's just not really I don't like I don't like at fast food seafood. I feel like that's just if not you if you watch the movie Forrest Gump, there there are a few themes like the uh, atrocities of the Vietnam War, the HIV epidemic, and then for some reason a guy keeps saying shrimp over and over. <laughs> yeah. Popcorn shrimp. Yes. He likes shrimp. Bubba likes, shrimp. Bubba likes shrimp. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so go to the restaurant. Bubba Gump likes shrimp. <laughs> what can you say? Matt, let me tell you the Pirates of the Caribbean ride. Sorry. It yeah. takes, it's a uh, recreation, a uh, historical recreation of the 1600s of the Caribbean islands where the pirates ruled the, the seas and the ports and uh, raped their women, drank their flagons fl- or flagoons or loving a, a booze. The Spaniards raped... Many, many women. Yes, but these are the pirates. These are like the ruffian pirates from the North African coast who came and like attacked so the Spanish. they fought the, the rapists. The French. and the, Well, but they raped more women. They were they like, who's them. the better rapist? They fought to steal the women that raped the women. They sold slaves. They, they ran rum. They, they, they robbed. They did. They, they raped. They murdered. A lot of philandering. Just they your, plundered. Your normal activities. They're like the MS-13 of the high seas back uh, in the 1600s. They're the Black Vikings. Yes. So in the movies, they're, they're Johnny Depp and they're very cute. But basically, they were just marauder, murderous marauders. I don't feel like they were as good looking as Steps, though. Uh, no, they probably had lots of lots of horrible diseases, including venereal diseases. They spread around the area. Dude, they probably had fucking rancid, like STDs. By yes, the way. just yes. syphilis. Yes, it was dri- horrible. Dripping. Uh, uh, it was not a great life, as as not imagined in the movies. So here's the thing. So Disney uh, is decided to update a portion of the ride. One, it features all the different aspects of pirate life, cartoonish pirate life. One being when the men would sell the, sla- the slave women as wenches to be a wife. You got to buy a wife, just like in the slave days here in the U.S. You got to buy a wife to be a, a whore to be your wife, basically. I'd actually been to that in like a fantasy type of way. Uh, the women were pro- probably not very attractive, but if you're on a boat full of 200 guys, having a wife probably makes Oh, sense. right. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm not going to try and... Bid on a, a fucking two. I mean, that's... well, they're all twos. But in the in the in the, I mean, their names are Winch, right? Yeah, the Winch. Or, or they're referred to as, <laughs> as Winches. So yeah, the Winch auction and Disney decided that wasn't no longer uh, made sense in 2017. Hmm. Even though the depiction is of the 1600s, and so they're updating. They're getting rid of the Winch stuff. Well, so first they the first thing they changed was there used to be a guy chasing a woman around trying to grab her skirt, and he was obviously chasing her to rape her to have sex with her. And they change it to where she's now. Maybe ca- she was into it. No, but now she's carrying food, so he's into. He's saying he wants the food from her. So he wants to put the food in her butthole and eat no, it. No, he just wants the food. They changed that to make it look less rapey. How about the fact that uh, Walt Disney was a, for a fact, Nazi enabler? Uh, that's not part of the ride. Oh, that's a subtext. It's all subtext. So I, I would say if, if you're gonna, you know, sort of revise history, just go all the way and you know implode your company. But we can't do that because you know people in a lot of stock shares and that. Yes, but on Pirates of the Caribbean specifically, they're changing the wench auction to something oh, less you still offensive. Have a point? Yes, to less offensive. Here's okay, my so point, Matt. What, what is your point? Nobody but Disney cares about the fact. Like no one complained. They said it's family, more family friendly to not. So is it more family friendly to not have it historically accurate? Is it more family friendly to erase the sins of history and not depict them anymore in art or amusement, and just to update them to make them more more sensible to modern times? Or is there a argument to be made that maybe we should allow the evils of history to be depicted in reality and not change them because they make people uncomfortable in 2017? Oh, uh, uh, the answer is we should certainly acknowledge, uh, acknowledge 
these yes. evils, and well, that, that would entail not visiting uh, Disney. Could we have you ha- pass out pamphlets on women's rights at the end of the ride and let people know that, that buying women and for slaves and raping is not correct and let people Dude, enjoy the ride? I, I'm the guy that goes there and says this and everyone is pissed off. Yeah, but here's the thing. So they're changing. They want. They, they're not allowing Huck Finn to be read in, in, in schools anymore, as an example, because it's racist. But it's about an era of racism and a racist central context to the story. So, in mod- if you look at it, if someone wrote that in 2017 about Los Angeles, it would seem horribly racist. But in the 1840s in Missouri, it was just how everybody acted. Well, yeah. It, so they want to. Should they update it to him saying like he doesn't say nigger anymore? He says like, "Hey, nice colored fellow, can I like?" Should they be changing things like that, or should be should it be accurate to how disturbing things were back then? It should be accurate, and and that's why Mark Twain wrote it exactly that way to make his point. Yeah, or he just like saying nigger over and over again. It's possible. <laughs> he did too. not. No, he did. Wait, is it, it is? I mean, it's possible. But here's the thing. So instead of like, why not make the the kind pirate ride like the the modern day like beta male ride where like the men are like being really kind to women and women are telling them what to do and they're subservient. See how many people like that ride versus the people who choose like the 1600s ride where the women are property and so bought and sold like slaves. It's well, a right. It's a theme, but it's a historical theme to it. Well, open a, a progressive. Yes. Uh, theme park. Yes. And see where no one goes. By yes. The way. Hey, here's where we all are yes. the same gender. Yes. And we go on a Ferris wheel. That's uh, whatever. So the woman, who, the woman in charge of this, uh, of updating this, said when they asked her to defend her rationale for update, for modernizing it against historical reality, she said, "I just want everyone to know we put a lot of thought behind this." And then she, that was it. I was like, "That." Uh, well, I, I feel like you should have to elaborate. Yes, you know, you... What I was reminded of when the Chargers picked Ryan Leaf in the '98 draft. <laughs> They said we put a lot of thought behind deep, this. A deep cut. Right? Yeah, yeah. And I'm thinking, like, we put a lot of thought behind a lot of really horrible, stupid fucking decisions. That's not... Saying you put thought into it is not really an excuse for making a bad decision. Well, yeah, you... That clearly shows you, she has no real You don't get excuse. to be arrogant when you make a bad call, right? Yes. You, you're, you're not allowed, uh, supposed to be afforded that opportunity. I think if you're going to historically revise a, a time and place of the Caribbean and the pirates therein... You at least owe an explanation of why it makes sense to do this, other than it makes sense in this modern era. Well, dude, I would do a ride where you you rape, uh, you know, slaves. Just a rape ride? Well, yeah. If we're if we're gonna if we're gonna do it, they like, have those. I think in Bosnia, you can go on those. Just they're, imagine they're being real. on the, uh, real. you know, the, the sort of the the uh, kids' rides, and instead of you know the. Uh, Holograms. It's a know. teachable. Isn't this a teachable moment for kids to say, like, "Hey, guess what, Bobby? In 1609, this is how this is how the pirates treated women." Well, no, that would never happen. These no. weird breeders don't apparently understand uh, any anything about con- context. Uh, it makes no sense whatsoever. I'm a- I'm angry about. It. I'm never going to Disneyland again or taking nieces. We pillage, we plunder, we rifle and loot. Drink up, be hearty, show ho. We kidnap and ravage and don't give a hoot. Bring up the audience, yo-ho. Yo-ho, yo-ho, a pirate's life for me. All right, Matt, here's a point. Here's a chance for you to get really upset. This is our new segment for Matt. Matt explains why Canadian men dress as women raising child, genderless children will fuck up that kid something serious. I was already pissed off driving over here because this Armenian guy was trying, trying to get in a road rage accident. Incident, and I, I didn't want to. Was he ge- was he genderless? 
Huh? Was he gender? He or she genderless? Uh, no, this only a guy would do this type of thing. So here's a guy in Canada. Of course, it's in Canada. We don't have trannies in the U.S. A guy in Canada who's dressed as a woman and calls himself non-gender, non-gender binary, which you can do if you put on a dress. We could do that. By the way, as I mentioned before, he, he hasn't even shaved his facial hair, which seems like a really lazy fucking tranny. He he didn't only not shave it, he went out of the way to grow a pretty bogus... Yes. Uh, like like a shitty stash. Yes. Just to show... It's a shitty stash with a silk blouse, just to show that he's a man dressed as a woman. I mean, I haven't and, shaved in a couple of weeks, but I mean... No, I expect... if you're gonna If you want me to respect the fact that you are living as a woman... You got to shave your face. I don't care about your legs. You got to shave your face. That's my one demand. Well, I've I've been traveling the the last couple of weeks, and <clears throat> I've noticed now that the bathrooms are now unisex. Yes, they're all unisex, and and it's great. Well, yeah. no, no, the women's rooms are women's rooms usually. The men's rooms are unisex. Well, in LA, it <laughs> when places have two bathrooms, yes, there is one... now a unisex bathroom and women. Yes, because they they get that. They nobody get, add, nobody can possibly add more bathrooms. Like, no one actually built more bathrooms. So I've, what I've been doing... Right, yeah, they're going to be the same bathrooms. And, and I've, I've sort of had um, just sort of uh, indigestion or whatever. Take that how you want it. So I, I now just walk into the women's bathroom. Yeah. And uh, it's, it's much better than waiting in the men's. Is there a little couch? There's a little couch there you can sit on? Uh, Do you have your rosé? You can stay in there as, as long as you want. Have a little mini cigarette and a, a little miniature cigarettes. By the way, the guy, uh, the guy in the movie, and Baby Driver, the lead guy who's a male model, lists one of his hobbies as miniature cigarettes. I don't see how that's a hobby. <laughs> no, either. Just the fact that you would say it makes me want to well, like the, you. The thing about cigarettes is interesting is I don't smoke them that often. Brian, do you ever smoke cigs? It's, they're gross. Um, however, if you're drunk, they're they're pretty good. Uh, so a 1400 is just a longer cigarette, right? So I'm thinking you're paying the same amount. Why not just do the longer? You could get a better deal on a longer cigarette. It's essentially you're getting 30 percent more buy by volume. Yeah, always. by volume. So Matt, there's a guy in Canada who's dressed as a woman who has a, somehow got himself a child. I went to the child store, got a child. And I think it's a girl, but he's raising the, the girl genderless. And Canada, you thought someone might step in and say, this is lunacy? Canada said, okay, we'll stamp the birth certificate non-gender. It's the first case of a major country in the West. In the East, they would kill you for well, this. Well, they just, they just revised it that you don't have to specify the gender. Yes, but this is the first one to get a birth, uh, the birth certificate stamped as non-gender. So somehow, yes. this fucking weirdo happened to be the first one. Got the kid on this thing. And here's the thing. And I showed you that video of the other that other lesbian couple that was raising a kid genderless. You can't actually raise a kid genderless. You can only try really fucking hard to, like, be awkward about gender. That's the only, that's the only option. You can't, like, you can't, there's no one else in the world raising their child genderless. So you have 8 billion other people raised with a gender. And when you're the only one, you can't just, like, raise your kid genderless unless they're in a box somewhere on a desert island. I would imagine unless your kid is born with a nub... No, the kid was born with a female a girl sex girl genitalia. A vagina. Yeah, it's normal girl genitalia. I, I not mean, intersex. This is not intersex. It's genderless. I, I would only assume, as you know, having raised children. I mean, I, I have a niece and nephew. They're they're very different, you know, and and it's great. They enjoy different things. Yes. Uh, to pretend otherwise is 
is dishonest. The conceit of these uh, genderless uh, raising child raising people is that the child will decide for themselves when they're ready what their gender should be, which makes no sense whatsoever. And it just seems to me you're just trying to raise them a lesbian. You're just trying to raise a lesbian. Well, yeah, it's it's assuming <laughs> like, uh, oh yeah, I'm real fucked up, and yes. I, I'm a I'm a dude with a goatee wearing a dress, uh, claiming you know I, I I'm progressive or whatever. But it, don't put that on your kid, man. It's never a normal. It's never a straight heterosexual. It's never a heterosexual man and woman couple that are raising their kid genderless. And going, we should let him decide. It's That's always, a good point. It's always one weirdo. It's always a weirdo, or two, it's always either a or gay, two weird it's lesbians. Either, it's either a gay couple or a tranny who wants to raise their kids. Or genitals. like lesbians with the really high jeans, yes. like to where the pockets yeah. are almost on their on their shoulder blades, the elastic bands. Like, Which is why when they say that they really want their kid to choose when they're older, they're not saying that. What they're saying is, I want the kid to be like me. I want the kid to choose some weird ass non gender binary it, 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 weird shit because otherwise pisses me off, man. you can change you could be ra- if you're a gir- if you're born a girl and you're raised a girl there's plenty of girls who have changed themselves to boys at some point later in life you can do that to not raise them from zero to fourteen as a girl is just telling them you really hope they choose that option like you're really pushing that option uh, I agree and and when you see the guy uh, whatever the guy's name is yes. Cody, K-O-T-Y. He's just a guy with a goatee. Yes. More aggressive facial hair than any of us have here, including Brian. More manly than us. And, and and he's wearing a dress. Yes. And and so he's he's got this agenda, and that's of course he has an agenda. But uh, I get having straight. He's not a straight dude who's found gender enlightenment. He's a a weird tranny dude. Who wants uh, his kid to be like himself? Well, I get that, but you should We're never, you should never ever bring children into your issues. Yes, I, was, I thought you were going to say into this world. He didn't bring him into the world because I know he happens to have a dick, so I know that I know that didn't happen. Actually, Lex, did you know he doesn't actually have ovaries? No. Uh, the way that uh, trannies work is they they. Uh, they, That's what they, I'm saying. He went out. It they don't really become the thing that they think they are. He didn't birth this child. He actually went out and, and arranged to have this child somehow, to pick up this child from somebody else. Mm-hmm. Which means it wasn't like it was an accidental birth and he became a, became a parent by accident. He actually made the decision to file the paperwork, to wait a year, to get a child, to then raise them genderless. So I feel like he, perhaps he's on a mission. Do you think kind. tranny guys actually go through the trouble that women do? Like they go and buy tampons and then just throw them in the garbage or whatever? Uh, yeah, I would. I'd go full force. I'd be, I'd be staring. I'd be awkwardly staring at the tampon aisle in the grocery store. I would do that. I mean, I would you be like fingering like an open wound that that was? No, I wouldn't go that far. I'd buy the tampons. I wouldn't do that. Matt, this is where you get really angry at this guy for uh, ruining the You just child. start buying candles for some reason? Yeah, scented candles for your bath. Yeah. Yes. It's like, oh, man, I, someone cut a thing into my flesh. Oh, well, I need to start buying candles now. Indigo Girls album get on? This is crazy. <laughs> so, yes. So, if you want to raise your kid like where you don't like stereotype the shit out of boys and girls, I guess that's okay. But to do this weird thing where you're going to tell the kid, like, oh, at five, am I a boy or a girl? I'm not going to tell you. I'm not going to tell you. You're going to figure that out for yourself when you're older. That's the awkward part. There's no natural way to raise a child genderless. You have to like create all these artificial barriers that is going to make the kid the target of every social ill ever known to mankind and also wonder about themselves. Why do I have a vagina if I'm not really a girl? Yeah, I mean, it's... Kid, here's what kids want to do. You know what kids want to do? They want to fit in. Kids want to fit in. There's a really... And there's a, there's a psychological reason for that. Because being the kid who's like in a dress one day and a tie the next day with facial hair one day and then girling at the girls' room the other day, 
makes you an outsider to every other person in your social circle, and it creates a huge amount of psychological damage to you. Agree. And it's for no reason. And for no reason. It's not like you were born that way. You're just, you're, your weird dad in a dress is deciding to do that to you. And, and I'll tell you, when you're about 10 or 11, you want to put your dick in something. Unless you're a girl who hasn't chosen her gender yet. Um, then maybe yes. Well, you have to convince 10 or 11. Her. What is that, Alaska? That's Alaskan rules? Are you Chris Brown, like at eight? He's having sex on the porch. <laughs> It's no. just, you're living in the first world now, Matt. We, you, wait start, to... you start feeling the urge. Oh, know? the urge. Yeah, the urge, maybe. But this kid will, this, what do you think this kid's going to happen when this kid gets urges for sex? And, the, and the, the weird dad's like, oh, is it with boys or girls? I'm not pushing either one either way. Uh, but... I, don't, I don't know how it works because we used to make fun of like uh, a friend of mine, his dad used to work at McDonald's and we'd kind of joking, you know, like, oh, make fun that's of him. mean. No, blue collar razzing. We weren't that weird. Like yes. it was fine. It was okay. Yeah, just razzing. Just yes. just doing a little daddy works joshing around. Daddy, you know? daddy works in the fry place. However, if your dad had a goatee and wore a dress, yes, uh, I think it would have been pretty appropriate to start making hardcore jokes about how your dad was whack. Hold on. Hey, what's yo, up? Yo. What's going on? <laughs> All right, call me in a second. I, I'm going to hang up. Bye. Sorry. Thank I you. thought the story was going to end better. <laughs> I'm asking you like trannies raising children. That's the worst, the worst segment ever. Can anything? Here's what I can think. Canada is an experimental zone for social experiments. Like you, they're just going to try a bunch of shit up there. He's calling you back. That's all right. Go ahead. You're going to try all sorts of weird progressive shit in Canada that we can't try here because Trump's president. And you're going to see what happens. Well, so your kid uh, plays baseball, right? Yeah, two kids who play baseball. Do you think the kids already just based on your on your t-shirts make fun of you? Uh, yes, they do. But imagine if you were wearing a uh, like a dress. Yeah, like like one of those weird Hawaiian. When I was a kid, when I was a kid, there was a uh, like if you didn't make fun of that person, I would make fun of you. There was a uh, when I was in high school, there was a guy who would like apparently the, the urban legend was he graduated twenty years earlier. A guy with long hair but clearly facial hair wearing a cheerleader costume. Who would come to all the high school football games and sit up and like in the corner by himself? Really? Yes. And now, and the first time it was like super weird, and the first ten times super weird. Then after like a year or two in high school, there seeing the guy, you just became it became normalized. And then like the new person who came to high school would go like, "Yeah, why is that uh, dude up there in a cheerleader, cheerleader costume?" It, it kind of frightens me. <laughs> Just the first time, and so I don't understand how it became normal. Well, just because after you see someone 40 times, you're just like, oh, that's the guy who sits there in a cheerleader costume. I was like, okay. I mean, he wasn't like, oh, that's the guy that murders people yes. and throws their bones oh, so now you're into ditches. Now you're comparing, oh, okay. now you're comparing trannies uh, to uh, murderers. Indeed I am. <laughs> So let's get to something you're, you're clear in the move for, Matt. Jay-Z. You're a big Jay-Z fan. You've uh, listed him on your top 10 list of rap artists of all time. Yeah. 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 I, I would say Jay-Z is top 15 rap artists. Have He's, you heard the new album, 444? Nope. Do you know what 444 stands for? Haven't listened to him in about 20 years. Really? But I still want the street cred. <laughs> Of being a so, Jay-Z so guy. what's on the new album? Well, so last year, as you recall, Beyonce came out with the Lemonade album. I think you got the went to the tour. Yeah, that's when I started possibly trying to slip my wrist. Uh, so she sang songs about how uh, her man was being unfaithful to her. So he's gay. No, I don't think you keep saying that. Just because you're jealous of him doesn't make him gay. 
I don't want to fuck. She has cellulite. Yeah, she does have cellulite, but she's a she's a uh, you know. She's I mean, a, I'm not saying like she's a good earner. It's, she's a, good it's earner. a bad thing to have cellulite, but she's a, I, she's a good earner. I feel like she, he could find a, a more a thinner woman. I feel like the thing about Beyonce is that she is a appears to be a diva, but I bet in, in as a couple that he tells her exactly what to do. Oh. That's, you're saying that Beyonce is real dirty in the sack. Uh, no, I'm not saying that at all. I'm That's saying exactly that, what you said. I'm saying that she's Brian. Probably, yes, put that on wax. Well, she might be. Uh, so Jay Z's new album also it seems to have a lot of songs on it about his personal life and how he's apologizing for shit. And the title track, uh, he apologizes to his wife for having sex with other women, and he specifically mentions the fact that he had a menage that almost cost him his child. And I'm not sure how that works because I don't think if you if you cheat on your wife, they kill the kids. But he almost lost. Yeah, it's not like every menage produces a child. Well, so he got very speci- he got very specific in the way that he cheated on his wife. Like he all he did everything but listed like the names and phone numbers of the girls he was fucking in his rap. Really? Yes. So he's lying. Well, or he's telling the truth, and it's just like you know, there's two options. One, he and his wife stick about their cheating and all this shit is just lies made up to create the drama around publicity around their songs, which is quite possible. Or two, actually, she is a dumb twat. He does fuck around on her all the time, and now he feels bad. So now he's going to create an album and make $40 million off an album where he apologized to her for cheating on her. I feel like They're it's, both it's, equally possible, I think. Yeah, but usually, like, in the, in the hip-hop culture, which I like rap. Do you, you like rap, right? I, I, I don't like rap about apologizing right, to your wife mind. rap. Or yeah, so comedy, that's, that's not actually rap. Dude, one of his raps is about how La La Land tried to steal the Oscar from uh, whatever that the the black gay movie was. So I, I still claim um, that I'm a fan of hip-hop. Yes, and a Jay-Z fan in particular. Well, because I grew up with uh, black people. I mean, I do have black friends. I'm, yeah. I don't think that's an accomplishment. No, you were in Alaska. Highly integrated. <laughs> up to, up but to 2%, I, 2% black population. I have... During the se- during the summer season. Well, then uh, the winter came. He waved by. All oh, bye, black guy. Come back. Come back next summer. There's a lot of basketball there. Uh, I I have just never uh, thought of uh, being you know as an accomplishment like the ghetto culture. I think usually we we sort of would try and distance ourselves from that. So, so you're saying that's what he's doing? He's elevating himself above the ghetto culture by rapping about real world problems for upper upper class people. I don't know what he's doing. I don't have a job, and I watch like a lot of YouTube videos occasionally, like a twelve hour bender of yeah. just the clash. I have no fucking idea what JC is doing. Uh, I'll tell you what he's doing. He's ruining rap. He's taking the emas- he's emasculating rap is what he's doing. Well, who are the... Uh, what is the one thing everyone loves about rap? Guy, why do guys like rap? It's the most masculine music form. It's pretty misogynist. Well, misogynist is another word for it. It's another, it's another <laughs> word for it. It is about dudes being exactly the guys they want to be, no matter what the fuck anybody else thinks. Right? I don't know. To I the point, like, to the point like of being an asshole. about dr- like dealing drugs. And I'm like, oh. But because, yeah, but because they want to. Because I'm they down like- to like roll around in a car in New Orleans, but like I don't really want to deal any drugs. No, but they deal drugs because they want the money and they want the bitches. Well, yeah, but how come they're bitches, by the way? They're glorified. As long they're as we're on the topic. Yes. <laughs> the bitches, when you talk about fat ass, a little bit, little bit too fat for my taste. Really? I, I would prefer more petite really? ass. Really? If I was hustling, well, because you like small boobs too, you like small boobs and a small ass. 
In five, uh, at, at about five ten, dancing on the bar in West Hollywood. <laughs> I think we're learning something about you. Like more of a boyish figure, you'd say is more your thing. Like a like a more structured, like anatomically, like a no, male. No, no. When you say fat ass, like a flat white man's ass. If, if you're gonna say fat ass, like yeah, yeah. I like uh, oh yeah, I like a fat ass. And it's like, well, that that could mean anything. You know that that could mean uh, that she could be three three hundred pounds. Yeah, Mama June. The guys, the guys, the, the black guys. I'll, I'll take a hundred pound chick, just with the. Well, you've seen like a the, nice, a nice, tasty Brian. Are you getting this? You've seen uh, like a the Kim delicious the Kim Kardashian ass, oh my right? God. Yeah, uh, no, 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 no. But black guys love that shit. What? They love Who? that shit. They like that oversized ass. There's no black people who are listening to this podcast. No, I know, but I'm confirming for you. What what kind of ass do you like? Why do guys like? Why do the basketball guys like tweet about how hot like the Kardashian ass looks? Like I tap that shit. Like whereas you might think like that's disgusting fucking fake fat ass filled bubble ass. I, I might be jerking off just you know doing my thing and then see that pop up and be like oh no. You're more like a European fashion model, like a lysome, uh, like uh, anorexic, smallish boy boy figured. No, no, just Slovakian, nor- mo- just Slovakian normal, model. Just normal is fine. Some guys like the some guys like the fat ass. Uh, they like big butts. So yeah, why why do uh, black guys like the uh, Cellulite so much. I don't know why black guys like the fat ass man, but here's what I can tell you: what black guys don't like, men writing songs about bitchy stuff, about bitchy personal life stuff, and how they're really sorry for lots of shit they did, and how they wish they were better men, and they wish they could be nicer to to their ladies, and they wish they weren't such heels, and they wish they weren't cheaters. Did you see the the R and B? It made me so sad. The uh, boys to men doing the. Uh, uh, car commercial about yes, I diarrhea. have seen that. I have seen that. Everybody eventually will do a commercial about diarrhea or incontinence. I, I don't like when the hot older models now are doing the "I pee in my pants" commercials either. It ruins every. It just ruins everything. I wasn't aware of those. Yes, it ruins everything. Every by the, this is, a, this is a, the one complaint women have about is they get older, they can't work in Hollywood. They now have to actually have to do "I pee in my pants" commercials when they get older. Do people start peeing in their pants when they get older? Women do uh, at a fairly early age. Yes. Really? Yes. All right. Noted. I'm, I'm teaching about blacks and women today. Uh, speaking of blacks and women, Matt. Wait, you're saying you're not saying blacks and women? No, I'm just taught you early about blacks, not teaching about women. They're, they have a bladder. Women problems. start peeing in their pants. Women pee in their pants when they're younger. What? After they have kids, especially. Do yes. they ever shit? In their pants? Well, no, just, just in it's, general. It's their blood. It's their urinary tract. Okay, gross. So, really, you never had a girl pee on you after sex? Well, that's you pay for that. You got extra for that. I just thought she was coming. Uh, Rob Kardashian, Black China. Speaking of women and, and black stuff, now you, you're the only one at this table who's met Black China in person. Oh yeah, I haven't <laughs> met yes, Black China in person. Oh yeah, she used to hang out at. That's your, uh, like it's your star encounter story. I, I feel like it's almost the opposite, uh, in in that I'm ashamed that it happened. But uh, she, you described her, I believe, as a a dwarf, a very odd looking dwarf. I was hanging out at a bar that my friend owned, and yes. she. You don't need. By the way, you were your stories. You don't need to start with I was hanging out at a bar any longer. Implied, totally implied. Uh. I am drinking your wife's rosé, by the way. I know. It's just so... <laughs> that, the fact you like flat asses, is <laughs> really starting to scare me. If you start pinching Brian's muscles one more time... <laughs> I mean, his tries are... There are, no, there are no gay police in L.A. anymore. So she was hanging out, 
and uh, I was like, "What a weirdo!" Because she wasn't drinking, really. Right? Yeah, yeah, not. And then uh, her friend was actually hot. Yeah, who was like, like a black chick, but like somehow like European, like yes. dubious ethnicity. Mitch. I think they do skin bleaching too, by the way. So I called her friend the next day, and I was like, uh, "Hey, uh, should we should we meet up?" And the friend was like. I don't speak English. Like, really? Oh, okay, this is bad. Yeah, it, it was weird. So you tried to hook up with Black China's friend? Yes. Nice. What about Black China herself? She's not very attractive. She has the, the facial piercings. Don't you like the facial piercings? Her friend was like a, a really hot yes. black European, yeah, Swede. Yes. Uh, China, not not. Uh, by the way, if you've seen Black China person. <laughs> It's it's pretty rough. I always feel like if a woman believes she was attractive, she wouldn't start sticking shit in her face. Have you seen her in person? Uh, no, I've seen photos of every single inch of her body. She's gross. Yes, she looks gross. Yeah, she's gross. Well, she's fat. What happens is she, these girls. Well, get she's this, fat. Yeah, they get these accentuated proportional bodies: the, the fake breasts and the fake ass. And then they just start putting piling weight on in the midsection, and they just become like a, a, a circle. They become like a circle at some point. It's pretty gross. But here's the, here's the really grosser part back to the story. So Rob Kardashian, finally, he's the saddest man in the world, I've decided. Uh, first of all, his, his real dad's dead. His stepdad turned into a woman. He lives with like three or four or five horse sisters. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> his dad is dead? His real dad is dead. His real dad, remember, saved OJ. Hit, hit OJ's knife. He was OJ's attorney. So his real dad is dead, Bob Kardashian. Fuck his dad. His mom remarries a, a guy who, who becomes a woman. Definitely becomes a woman. His mom fucked OJ. Uh, well, OJ too. Yes, that's why she. And so and that's then why his dad died. Then he's raised. Then he's raised basically in what becomes a a, a whorehouse, right? So a, mo- a a mom raising her girls to be whores, and he's the one guy in the. When family. you're a 13 year old kid, you start searching the internet, and uh, there's your sister getting uh, yes fucked in the butt. Correct, and your mom applauding, and your mom applauding. So all the girls, and that's the bad thing. Yes. Is that your mom condones it? What do you? Where do you go from there? What? Imagine this. Imagine that you were in a family of like five guys and one girl, and they're all all the guys are sports heroes, and the dad's sitting around the table talking about the kids about their sports accomplishment, and the girl feels totally left out, right? Oh. So she becomes angry at her dad and becomes a whatever the hell happens to well, girls. I, I feel like it's a, it's a it's a good hypothetical, but I feel like I would just sort of start being into like managing sports or whatever yeah but that's when the girl always gets goes I, up I, and goes I, remember those movies moment when the girl always goes my dad wished I was a boy my dad wished I had been a boy I'm like well I don't know about that but he didn't like it was the a girl the thing is I, I don't know when Rob Kardashian started popping opiates well and, and cheeseburgers or, or if uh, and soft serve yogurt if the mother just locked him onto it well, say he, so unlike the mom looked at the girls and said I can sell them for sex and then she looks at the boy and goes, what the fuck am I going to do with this guy? Socks. Socks. Designer socks. And, and, and a sad story where he's like the sad fat kid. We're going to turn his story into the sad fat kid who knits socks. And that's going to be his role on this it's, thing. It's pretty depressing. It's super fucking depressing. Well, because, I mean. His one, his one male buddy in his life is Lamar Odom, who turns to crack, to crack horse and kills, tries to kill himself to get out. Do you think he, <laughs> Wait, wait. <laughs> Did him and Lamar Odom actually have a friendship? Like he was the one out? guy in that in that circle he could relate to as like you know, dude, this sucks. I mean, we're dudes in this fucking like 
sad, crusty panty waist of a family. I, I don't know how this would work. Um, they were apparently bond. They apparently bonded as like the two surviving, the two survivors. I don't really have that many siblings, but if my sister had a sex tape, I would. I'd be pretty Ang- weird, weird. angry. You'd be angry. I would. I would not want to acknowledge it. Let's put yeah. It that way. You would have a lot of uh, hidden aggression towards her. And towards them, your mom for negotiating the tapes. The sale I, the I tape. don't really know. I mean, do you have an older sister? No, but I think that when you... Or, or a younger sister? You would probably want... I think everyone wants their family to be like, have normal accomplishments and not necessarily be accomplished in the, in the act of being whores. And I think for a boy, I think for a boy especially, to see his family being sold as girl sexual sex objects... I think that would fuck you up pretty I quick. think it would fuck you up horribly. And then your mom says you're making socks and you're doing designer, sock, designer socks. Well, and, and then you realize... Like, let's just say your sister had a uh, a sex, uh, uh, made a porno, right? Yeah. And I'd be like, oh, that's, that's pretty bad. But then if you realize that your mom so, sold the porno. Yes. Yes. I might just start doing any kind of drug I could get my hands on. Man. He did a lot. And he ate a lot of food and got super fat. So, and then what happened was. Wait, how fat? He got uh, like, uh, he got to 300 pounds. Wait, can we, uh. Uh, quickly digress. How fat can you get if you just eat a lot? Because like I, I haven't been working out. I mean, I he know. got. I, I, there were reports he was a hundred pounds overweight. Well, do, and was di- and, di- and became diabetic. Oh, so, so too much, he's eating a lot of sugar. <laughs> he eat a lot of everything. And what happened was he became ripe for this black China to move in, and who's a stripper. And strippers are very intelligent creatures by nature. The successful ones, cunning, very cunning. Well, look, if you're going to do porn, I, I've always said, uh, sorry, uh, why Why would you not just strip? You make way more money and you don't, you know. Well, you do both. If you're a stripper, you do both, right? Yeah. If, you're if, just not on camera. All right. So I mean, they're happened? not making money dancing, right? Doing the doing the stage dancing. Uh, well, you're not buying a house. When you start, when way. you grow up, like Amber Rose or Black China, when you grow up as a teenager stripping and doing sexual services, you become very... Uh, very smart about manipulating men. You learn how to manipulate men. Very, and when you see Rob Kardashian, who's the sad sack of the family, of the rich family. Oh, he's a target. Bullseye, man. <laughs> bullseye. And then she said, I don't want to have sex with him. I just want to help him lose weight and feel good about himself. And the first thing she did, the first thing she did was have sex with him until she got a baby inside of her. Anchor fucking baby. Anchor baby. There aren't many people domestic Americans. She won. She totally won. And so now they're like, you know, she left him, all stuff. So now he's like posting, he's like devolving in a sad depression. He's posting shit up, naked photos of her saying she's having sex in the house he's paying for with the, her ba- with the baby around, all this other shit that she's doing drugs and all this stuff like that. But then what does he, he end it with? He spent a million dollars buying her gifts in the last year. A million dollars. So when the, uh, I hit the term alt-right because yes. it makes them sound cool. Yes, I don't understand. I don't even know where that term came from. It's like, dude, you're not, you're not in fucking Soundgarden. No. You're not Nirvana. You're not early Vice Magazine skateboarders. <laughs> you're just a, a sort of a loser uh, who buys their family KFC. Uh, well, KFC. It's not like, all right, it's though. It's pretty good, actually. Yes, yeah, so you're going to say something about how they, they talk about trash. Wait, what were we talking about? Black China, stealing the babies, anchor oh, babies. Fucking hell! I don't know. I I mean, here's a gross. Here's the thing. This is all plays out in social media now. She's now she's claiming he abused her, beat her, and the kid. 
he's claiming she's doing drugs and having sex on the, on the, in, the in front of the baby, and they're doing this, this is nasty fucking shit. This is really nasty shit. It's gross. It's it's like the lowest form of human behavior. It's really gross, by the way. It is disgusting, and it's flapping on social media. And he's about like to just come. imagine the two of them. If you picture it, like yes. even if you don't follow this shit, like like you do, just how the flab. Like the the lack of muscle definition. Well, there's that. You're talking about the sex part. I'm talking about the actual like. I'm talking about the the anal. Oh no, no! You're smelling it again from the bar. <laughs> I'm talking about the actual like a a gross, disgusting, depressed fat guy whore fighting over a baby. They don't give. They don't care about the baby other than the money and doing all their fucking nasty shit on on social media and, and attacking each other and airing every single bit of dirty laundry they have. And it's like, that's just normal nowadays. In 2017, that's just become like normalized. And he's going to kill himself at some point very soon. Or overdose on opiates. Yeah, overdose to his death, whatever. He'll probably, he'll probably just OD. And that'll happen in some Instagram video or something like that. And it just become like... That's fine. It's very normal. You, I know you're rooting for that. And I'm not against it. I'm not rooting for it. I just, I know it's going to happen. It's become so crass. We've become so crass with all this shit that's like... It's not just like, yeah, there's dumb teenagers doing shit on social media. There's actually like really crass subhuman shit happening all the time on this and it's just lauded as like enter- standard entertainment these days it's what kids are watching instead of tv by the way they're just watching this shit yeah which wonders yeah, they are i wonder about people used to make fun of like how bad tv was for kids and now they're watching this now they're watching this shit well i mean at least they're not watching cheers by the way like i used to watch this shit occasionally like well this is terrible it's not gonna make you hate people watching cheers not gonna make you hate people or like think that like things are meaningless things are meaningless. I, I mean i'm i'm of the opinion that any information is is good so really i'm gonna show you the pictures of her naked then later you're gonna have to look at them well no we'll test, uh, let's sorry test that, with let's the stipulation i i really don't want to see black china's um ass v- vagina because I, I feel like it's it's really gross she's uh so, well she's worked her way up she did it had that have baby you seen her pussy yes is it beat uh well these are nice in nicer photos so it's like uh she's doctored it up have a little you bit. seen her butthole uh no i've not seen her butthole hmm. or smelled it i can only imagine what what the waft what the waft would be like although again i imagine it won't be worse than the, just a random girl dancing in the bar in west hollywood so it can't be that much worse uh i can tell you a few stories Matt, our final segment today, panties in a bunch. I know you want to know what has my panties in a bunch. Although, after all your declarations of... What uh, has your panties gender, in a bunch? Gender, genderless stuff. Uh, Corinne Olympios. That has to be a fake name. She's the chick on The Bachelor. Not The Bachelor. The Bachelor in Paradise. And by Paradise, I mean a cheap Mexican resort town, <laughs> which nobody could possibly... Is there any place in Mexico you describe as Paradise? <laughs> That seems like a seems like a real real uh, conceit there. I think she's pretty attractive, actually. Uh, she is in sort of like a. She atta- definitely has herpes. Attainable, attainable girl way. She's not like too attractive. We're like you know, she seems like a girl in a bar you could talk to. Well, I'm sure if I was the fucking Sultan of Brunei, I could finger any chick in a bar. Well, but you'd be going for like Victoria's Secret model. She's not a Victoria's Secret model. She looks like she's okay looking, and she Dude, had a, a seven. Seven is a compliment, by the way. Yes, she's a seven. Seven is good. She was hot enough that a, that a dude, Demario Jackson. I think, by the way, they picked. They wanted to let everyone know they had a black dude, so they picked a black name for the black dude. Like it had to be Demario. Well, I've I've actually watched the. Uh, of course, you have. <laughs> the season of the Bachelor. Of course, you have. Yes. Uh, so 
I, I didn't even know that. So the the stars of the uh, Bachelorette got rejected, and they they go to another reality show. Apparently, well, what they realize is after they run like thirty of these shows, they realize after spending like three months with all the publicity around these people, they want to bring them back for more shit because it's easier than just keep finding new people all the time. So uh, Corinne's I, been on, Corinne Olympios was on a, another Bachelor show before. I'm not. For, oh yeah, well, there's reality show like go to. You know, so they bring her back. They call it like the stars. Bring her back the stars of the Bachelor, Bachelorette. Whatever. I'm not familiar with the uh, with the rest of the franchise, but Demar is that his name? Demario. Demario. Jackson. Demario was yes. uh, was pretty fucking cool. Uh, he was cool. If you like rape, kind of lingo's rape. If you like to go down on a drunk chick, <laughs> if you like to go down a drunk chick in a hot tub. Uh, so she claimed famously. You, by the way, would you not do that? Uh, that would not be my first. Well, the story gets worse because she claims that he tried to fuck her. You've never been hammered and just gone down. A, well, no, but here's the point, Matt. In he, a swimming pool. She claims that he. Well, tried, the water was lapping. Her claim was that shoulder blades. Her claim was that she tried to he tried to fuck her, but he was limp. Well, it's bullshit. Because he drank too much, and then uh, he went down on her instead. She's lying. She may be lying. There is a tape, however, we're never going to see. It's been sequestered. <laughs> so, so she claims. So everyone that saw the tape, by the way. As, well, people has, live. People watch it live. It, but it, it would it would be strange that everyone has Demario's back, unless I, I would say. Well, po- politically, you you would think politically yeah, you, you think you go with the girl, right? But if you ever want to work again, you go with Demario. You go with Demario because if she's right, the show shuts down forever. <laughs> you lose your job. She's so, been solidified as a liar. Yes, I think so. Well, so she never she she now is backtracking and say she never claimed that he raped her. She claims she wanted to launch an investigation into what happened during the sexual encounter that she claimed was un- non-consensual. And ABC doesn't care anymore, right? Uh, no, they did an internal investigation, and they found that everyone at least lined up and all said that she was uh, uh, capable of making a decision for herself. That She's day. a drunk whore. Who yes. put her, uh, she they put said her, drunk whore in, her t- in testimony. She put her pussy right on a guy's mouth. What, what are you going to do at that point, man? You had a couple beers. The cameras are on you. So here's the point. May as well just start lapping it up. Here's what I was going to tell you so much. She declared this week she's ending her investigation. She's concluded her investigation. Which means her attorney that she thought she was going to make her a lot of money decided he's no longer going to work. They dropped her ass. Yes, they dropped her ass because they were working on contingency. Get the fuck out. Because they thought they were going to sue for $10 million, and now they realize they're getting shit. So they dropped her. And she then put out a statement saying, I mean, there's no malice. So I didn't mean anything to anybody. I just want to investigate what happened. Here's this just like the story earlier with Michelle Rodriguez calling everyone sexist. Is it like you can just now make false rape charges, right? And then like when they're proven false... There's just no consequence whatsoever, right? She's going to do better for herself by making the false rape accusation. I don't know. Really? You don't think so? I, I mean, I would hope at a certain point, like, and obviously I think you and I sort of share the same viewpoint on this. You have, you have Maybe. A daughter, I have a niece, man. When Kesha is obviously lying about this type of thing. Yes. It, it really bothers me. It bothers me a lot. Um, because you're lying. And and next time someone actually is you know assaulted, yes, that's what I think. You're, you're hurting women. There are there are women who get raped, and the women who aren't raped who claim they're raped hurt. They don't hurt rapists. Well, they do hurt the rapists if they the black and they go to jail for forty years. <laughs> that's, that's always bad. Well, Doctor Luke has never raped anyone. He never even had sex with Kesha, which is under fucking oath, which everyone fucking knows if they read the subject. 
I would say that the worst part is what you mentioned, which is the fact that when you make these false rape claims and you tri- you trivialize, like then, then the guys who go like, oh, bitches just lying about this stuff. Like the always. worst part of it is then you have to record a really shitty song, uh, like Kesha. You mean? Oh, or Corinna? Oh, Olympias. wait, wait for it. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Kesha. Oh, her song. Well, she did. Well, Taylor. Oh, Swift. There, well, there's going to be another one. Yes. Oh wait, she she had a rape song already. Well, all her songs are about rape now. No, she does pub- she does appearances and talks about being raped. And then sings a song, like TikTok. <laughs> I don't know. I thought TikTok was about brushing her teeth with... I think it is with whiskey. Yes, I think it is. Here's the grander point, Matt. We got to have some sort of penalty for... for and not for just for, for men who falsely accuse people of crimes, too, but for women that falsely accuse men of rape. It's seen as like, that's the one thing you can accuse people of and take back later with no consequence. Like, you can't accuse anyone of, like... I know, by the way, one time uh, at, uh, in our magazine, we accused Paula Abdul of being a drunk, and we got sued. Really? Yeah. So, by the way, you can't accuse people of being a drunk. So she wasn't drunk? She was just on pills? No, she was drunk. I'm just saying, the point is, you can't, you can't just, you can't, you call someone drunk, and they will, there's consequences. But if you call someone a rapist because of the, the political nature of that, you can then pull it back, and everyone goes like, oh, well, that's okay, because... My guys do rape women, so if there's an occasional false one, we you know that's fine too. That's well, fine. It doesn't quite work the other way though. Like if I owned a business, I couldn't just like uh, start beating off to porn and uh, act like that was normal. Right? That's what kind of business you have. What if your business was beating off to porn? <sighs> you know, I could see you running a shop like. Have that. you seen porn recently? By the way, uh, yes, I have. The condom. Oh, uh-huh. you watch the condom porn. Oh no, I won't. I won't. I have my standards for, for about standard. fifteen seconds. I have at standards. A time. Too. I have standards too. That's what they. Uh, if you ever catch uh, European porn, I think they all wear condoms. It's, it's the law. I'm, I'm done with it. I mean, I mean, the film industry. I mean, it it mirrors something. So, you know, you think you're done that, with condom porn. Well, we're in the valley, right? There's porn going on right now, everywhere around us, being produced all everywhere around us. If it's with a condom, I'm. I'm I don't want any part of it no well it's a law in in, in uh, la county i think you have to wear a condom in la county so they all moved out of la county measure b the condom rule somehow people decided people that are, don't work in porn decided that people working porn should have to wear condoms which didn't make a lot of sense because we know they're all going to get aids mostly and, and sort of perish yeah i don't care no that's the point it's just like it's like they're so dispendable to me i think it, it's like a zoo where you realize that visitors to the zoo cause <laughs> Trouble, psychological problems for the animals, so you're going to have a zoo where no longer any people are allowed to visit the zoo. So we're going to keep the animals, let you know they're there, but you can't see them because it's too much trauma. That's yeah. like porn. We know they're going to die, but it's like they're there for five or six years. We had a good time. By the way, do you see Jenna Jameson is posting breastfeeding pictures, nursing photos of her nursing a child? Wait, she, uh, Julian Assange, uh, knocked. Uh, no, no, uh, uh, not, not Pamela Anderson, Jenna Jameson. Oh. The porn star. Oh, what are your odds she fucked the guy that went to jail for beating the shit out of the other porn star? Ortiz. Well, yes. And so here's the point. Uh, it's hard for me to look at the pictures of her breastfeeding, which I forced to do, knowing that Ron Jeremy finished on her at least 120 times there. It's just, I find it very, very disturbing for some reason. I can't get that out of my head. It's troubling. I mean, I get, I get the coming on the tits part, but like, do you think she's ever like, I mean, that, that dude definitely had some quesadillas. Oh, would they come out of tits? I don't know. Maybe the baby taste that now. Well, I'm saying like the. <laughs> All right, we're devolving, Matt. You have something you wish to pimp and promote on the show. So, so if you're going to say something with asshole, with the word asshole, I know it. So the so if the a butthole, guy butthole is because you're raised right, his 
anus is is probably pretty close to her, to her mouth. You would think. Now you have something you wish to pimp and promote on the show. This has gone so far. Sell it. Sell uh, it. Sell Matt Ralston. Big finish. Dot net. Matt Ralston dot net. Uh, yeah, there's a, a lot of shit. Go there. Smell it. Will you scratch your sniff? Can you smell the asshole from West Hollywood? Dude, as, as if you've never... Like, if you're going... Uh, uh, Brian, sorry. Go ahead and chime in on this. Oh, yeah. The Sunset Baseball League All-Star Game Home Run Derby tomorrow at Cal Poly Pomona. I'll be announcing it starts about 5.30. And also, aren't both of you guys actually joining us? Get your ass nice and nice and clean. Indeed. Uh, the Starving Artist Variety Show at Bar One what day in is Valley that? Village. Oh, Monday oh, night. Yeah. Uh, uh, so, this is yeah. coming Monday at 8 at o'clock. At Bar One. Yeah. This, this Monday. Are you you are going to get some friends? I think uh, I'm going Lex to do a Jergen set. I'm doing a set. As well. I signed is up Lex for a set. doing a set? Yes, I signed up for a set. Oh, I'll be there then. I'm bringing, I'm bringing it. All three of the last men on Earth crew. And that's, uh, that's Bar One. What's the address? Bar One. I don't know the address offhand. It's on Burbank Boulevard, just west of Whitsett in uh Well, if you're a serial killer, you know where it is. Yeah, yes. also if you're a promoter, you should know the address. Jesus. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, this is Lex. Last Talk to you next week.